What's up, Agents for Life? Welcome to Podcast 166. 166. You know, um, kind of a funny story. When I said that, I just reminded myself of an appointment that I ran on Friday where the guy, when I served up the numbers, not kidding you, he was a Christian and he said, that's too many sixes. There were three sixes in a row. In the number that I presented, it was like 266, 60 something total. And he's like, ah, that's too many sixes. So he literally had me change the wife's death benefit add 500 more just so that he didn't have to pay his bill with three sixes in it. <laughs> so, And he was laughing the whole time. He's like, I, I hope you're okay with that. I said, I'll do whatever you want. So I gave, I gave her a little bump in her uh, death benefit and we got it away from the six, six thing. And so it made him a lot more comfortable, which is interesting because that's really what I'm going to talk about today is um, helping our clients feel comfortable, whether it's in the number and they have a superstition about it or um, in the way that we present, which is probably more common. I think this is the first time ever I've heard that before from anybody. And we had a really good laugh about it. We just had a great time. Um, but here I am. We're going to talk about the world's simplest presentation. I'm taking this monstrosity of a presentation, and I'll, I'll tell you why I'm calling it that, um, and I'm going to boil it down to just its essential elements to make it simple. Now, this is who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the brand new agent. I'm talking to agents that uh, starting out. I'm talking to agents who are unclear on the presentation, haven't really mastered the presentation, who, who feel like the presentation is this giant mountain, like how do I know what to say, when to say, what to say. I go on all these coaching calls and I see all this training over and over, telling me all these different things. How do I put all of them in there? Well, the answer is you don't have to. Everybody does their own thing. But I'm going to give you the chassis, okay? <laughs> I love that word. The chassis on which we're going to build and you can formulate and you can create and you can add to and make it your own. But in its essence, we're boiling down the presentation to something so simple and so succinct that uh, I hope, hopefully I'll make this easy for you. That's my goal. So that's what we're about today. If you're falling in one of those categories, I am talking to you. Sit down in my office. We're sitting across the desk from each other, chair to chair, face to face, and we are talking. That's what this podcast is. In my brain, that's what's going on here. So I want to help some of you who are struggling with your presentation. Okay. First, before I jump in, let me reiterate, I'm reading a book about trust. It's huge. I love this book. We live in the post-trust era. We all know this. With the internet and especially 2008, with the meltdown of the entire financial crisis and the mortgage and all that, we have just, and social media and access to everything at our fingertips, coupled with the onset of barrage of, of uh, spam and calls and you know a guy from overseas who is dead and his uncle left him 50 million and he needs somebody in the U.S. to transfer money over to, um, the list goes on and on. We live in an era where trust is at its all-time low, which means when we start a presentation, we really, essentially, we start out behind the eight ball. We have to build trust. We have to earn trust. We don't start out by having trust. Just because we're an expert, just because we have a lot of product knowledge doesn't make us, doesn't, get, doesn't earn us trust. The way you earn someone's trust is by asking skilled questions. 
okay, and caring about them. Not this, uh, you know, I hear some agents try and teach about, you know, spend five or 10 minutes building rapport by asking about their hobbies and their interests and there's an acronym for it and what do you do after work and what, you know, all this stuff that doesn't have anything to do with insurance. Well, they know you're there to talk about insurance. They want you there to talk about insurance. I get right into it from day, from the very first, hey, how you doing? I'm Matthew and I go right into it. Now, I build rapport along the way. I laugh and joke and make comments, little side things as I go, but I jump right into it. That's uh, professional. And I start with you know my license because that establishes a little bit of uh, the credentials, I call them, so they know who they're talking to. And everybody always thanks me, so that's a good thing. But if you can get good at asking just a few key questions, you will start having people... Um, see you instead of as a salesperson trying to sell them something, they will see you as a professional trying to help them solve a problem that they have. All right. So that's the, that's what we're going to try and do today. Um, first of all, quick recap of the week. I had a really good week. I had to do all my production in a day and a half. Monday and Friday afternoon is when I got it all in. Uh, ten, I submitted a little over 10 and I was really happy with that. But here's the clencher. You ready for this? 100% of that was from Ethos. These Ethos leads are rocking it. So here we go. I spent, I, I purchased 600 of these. And I'm sorry, $600, 60 Ethos leads. I've probably worked half of them. Okay. Let's say 40, just to round up. In 40, I have submitted, well, I submitted five this week. And I submitted one last week. So I've submitted six apps for a total of, uh, between last week's one and then all the 10, probably close to 11000 um, on 40 And if it's $10 a piece, that's $400. So do the math. I've been doing this four years. Um, the ethos leads are shining. I don't know if I got lucky and got a lucky batch, but if you're not working them, I'm going to encourage you to. Why? They're very efficient and they're acting like A-leads. I mean, they're, they're just people. It's either a yes or a no, but the yes is most of the people that show up on the appointments are going in and writing policies is what I'm finding. So a um, couple of things on these though. This is life insurance. Just cut right to the, the heart of it. I'm going to show you the presentation here in a second. But um, these are $10 leads. So here's what I'm going to say. Get on a standing order of 10, 15, 20 a week, whatever, and push yourself to exhaust all of them by Friday. I want a yes or a no. Okay, if you're starting out, this is what you do. You need new leads every week. So get 10, 20, whatever your budget is. It's only, you know, 10, 100, 200. Now to some, I understand that's, that can be, seem like a lot at first. But look at the potential return. That's how, that's how a CEO looks at it. And we are training everyone to be CEOs of your own business. So don't look at $100 as an expense. It's an investment with the potential to turn into three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 for you. Okay. We just got to go put ourselves to work to make that happen. So $100, $200, whatever, I don't care. Just make it something that you can, you're okay with it. You can get multiple weeks in a row of new leads. You need new leads every single week, okay? Every week you need new leads coming in, okay? That's number one. Number two, exhaust the list by, try and exhaust it by Friday. Triple dial. Interestingly, last time on, uh, when I did a dial session on Saturday, most of my appointments that I booked picked up on guess when? the third dial. And guess how many of them were annoyed? Guess how many of them picked up and said, what are you dialing so much for? What are you blowing up my phone? Zero. Nobody did that. 
Um, I've always in the past been a double dialer because I was thought, you know, triple dial starts to get the, you know, a little pushy. People haven't had a problem with it. And a lot of them picked up. And how many of them would I not have booked if I didn't dial that third time? So here's what you do. Get your leads, print them out. When you're working, to, when you have dialing on your calendar, and if you don't get it on there, dial them three times each. Dial them in the morning, dial them in the afternoon, dial them in the evening. By that, you've dialed nine times by the end of the day. Somebody somewhere along the way is going to pick up their phone and go on, who is getting, trying to get a hold of me? That curiosity is going to get the better of them, and they'll answer. Might take you a few days to get them to answer, but they will. So um, with these ethos leads, when they answer, a good percentage of them are booking. Now, some you know, might be a misnumber or they just were looking for something else or they just found something else. Everything is acceptable. Everything's fine. Go to your debt-free for life pitch if you get a no and you can't do anything else. That's your last, okay, no problem. But let me just ask you this before I let you go. You've all heard me say it, so I'm not going to get into it now, but... Um, do the best you can, get in front of some people, and here's the presentation. Are you ready? I'm going to boil this down to so simple, it will, you'll, you may fall off a chair, so make sure you have pillows around you on the chair in case you fall off. I don't want anybody getting hurt. Simplest appointment in the world. We're talking about uh, life insurance. Mortgage protection is out of this conversation, which really allows us to simplify. Now, these aren't exactly the way you might ask the question, but this is the principle, the flow, okay? First one, hey, I'm Matthew. It seems like you're looking for insurance, right? How hard is that? Uh, natural question, curious, right? Start with the credentials. We're here, opening line. All right, let's just make sure we're on the same page. It seems like you're looking for insurance, life insurance, right? Um, rephrase it how you want, but that's the idea. No, if they say no, we got a problem. They booked this appointment, they filled out a form, you asked them, you booked it, and now they're saying they're not. Naturally, I'm going to ask, okay, well, that what were you looking for uh, when you were started that ethos application or when you filled out the form online or if you're talking about mortgage protection, when you mailed in that form, what were you looking for? Natural curiosity, right? Stemming off the question, but most people will say yes. You're looking for life insurance? Yes. Okay, great. Maybe I can help. And then you move along. So I am not telling them about my products and services. I'm not promising them. I'm not excited. I'm not elevating my voice. I'm simply suggesting that I might be able to help you out. You're looking for insurance. I'm a licensed life insurance agent. Hmm. We might have a fit here, <laughs> right? Okay. You with me so far? See how simple this is. You're looking for life insurance. Oh, maybe I can help. Number two, question number two. But first, what has you looking for life insurance right now? I, I got to know a little bit about their background. What is it they're looking for? What do they want to accomplish? I let them talk. And then I ask them, tell me more about that. And then I let them talk. And I say, oh, that's interesting. Why is that important to you now then? And I let them talk. Okay, ask a few leading questions to keep them going along and go a little bit deeper. Why is that important to you? Awesome. Now, it may sound weird to you to ask these questions, but at the end of the day, what you're doing is finding out about them. See, everybody's favorite radio station is WIIFM. What's in it for me? Everybody's favorite topic, subject matter, themselves. Call us all selfish, but that's how the world operates, right? 
everyone loves to talk about themselves. And nobody, when they talk uh, to an, a, a salesperson, a traditional salesperson, nobody feels listened to. Because the salesperson is so anxious to tell them about all their products and services and how it's going to solve their problems that they think they have, by the way. So it's assumptive, and that, that triggers sales resistance. So what has you looking for life insurance right now? That's a beautiful question number two. What has you looking? Tell me about your situation. I would like to talk about you. <laughs> That's what that says. Again, we're building trust, right? Now people understand, maybe I can help you said, possibly, it's a good word to use. What has you looking for life insurance right now? Possibly. You're not being a salesperson, you're being an advisor. We trust advisors. We don't trust salespeople. You see how we're building trust? I'm finding if I can truly help you because I may not. And that's the question in the back of my mind through my whole presentation is, is there a way I can help this person? Is there a sale to be made here? So that's question number two. What has you looking for life insurance right now? And just listen. Number three, if you were to die today, what do you have in place currently? What do you already have in place? Phrase it how you want. Maybe you didn't like the way I phrased it. Awesome. Make it yours. They're going to answer they have nothing or they have something. That's all there is. There's nothing else, right? Either you are or you aren't. Either you have it or you don't. If they have work insurance, of course, that doesn't really do the job because that stays behind when you leave. And nobody wants to work until the day they die. So hopefully they're not still working when they die. Therefore, that insurance through work, it's not going to do a whole lot of good. So we're not going to count on it. If they say they have nothing, I want to know why. Why don't you have anything? But you don't say it that way. I say um, either most people, so here's what I'll kind of spur it along a little bit. Um, you know, if you haven't been able to qualify or you've just been putting this off, um, so you don't have any, that's fine. But can you tell me if, if you, have you not been able to qualify or have you just been putting this off? If they haven't been able to qualify. You want to ask, see if I can find something. If they've been putting it off, I say, oh, you know, I get it. Totally fine. And then move on. So I want to know why they haven't gotten something yet. Um, because if they're, if they're truly sick, then we're going to jump into the underwriting. But we're going to get in there eventually anyway. So that's a good question to ask um, as a follow-up is, is it because you haven't been able to qualify or you've just been putting it off? So if you were to die today, what in coverage you have in place now? That's the question. They have nothing. There you go. I just went through that. Are you sick or you've been putting it off? Or you have something. That's great. What's the question? Naturally, how much do you have? right? It's very logical. All this is very logical. Oh, that's awesome. How much do you have? You see, a salesperson might be afraid to ask that because, so, oh yeah, I've got $500,000. Well, guess what? I just sold today $300 a month premium to a lady who has $2.5 million of coverage in place. How much do you already have? Don't be afraid of that question. Somebody that has $2.5 million of coverage, guess what? They're a buyer. How do I know? Because they bought $2.5 million of coverage. That's awesome. So what am I looking for? I'm looking for what they don't have in that $2.5 million. Okay? So I'm wanting to know, why are we talking if you've already got $2.5 million? Again, logical stuff, right? Don't complicate this. Make it simple. That's great. How much do you already have? Okay. And then number four, 
Listen to their answer, by the way. Always listen. We have to be good listeners. Question number four, how much more are you possibly looking for? Or what, what about, what are you looking for different than what you already have? Maybe that's another way you could do question number four. That's it. Hi, Matthew. Seems like you're looking for insurance, right? Well, good. Well, what has you looking for life insurance? Oh, all right. If you were to die today, what do you already have in place? Hmm. Got nothing? Got something. Awesome. How much do you already have? Oh, great. And how much more are you possibly looking for? Do you see how simple and natural that is? I'm not seeking first to sell my product. I'm seeking first to understand them. And from here, possibly, no question number five, this is the one that's going to lead you into the rest of the presentation. Would, uh, I think I could, I might be able to help you out. Would it be okay if we explored some options together? I want their permission to move forward. Like, is this okay? Right? I'm always asking permission. I'm always asking for validation. I'm always asking for, are we on the same page? Does this sound good to you so far? Is everything making sense? Are you feeling good about this? Does this feel like what you're looking for? I'm always asking for validation along the way on my presentations. And it leads them along comfortably instead of one giant validation at the end, which is a huge leap that scares people off. So here we go. One more recap. Are you ready? Hey, I'm Matthew. Seems like you're looking for life insurance, right? Ethos portal, et cetera, et cetera. Throw that in whatever you want. But first, uh, what has you looking for life insurance right now? Hmm, okay. If you were, but let me ask you, if you were to die today, what do you have in place right now that would pay out? Got it. Okay. So you do have some. That's awesome. Well, so how much is that? How much do you already have? Oh, okay. Got it. Perfect. Perfect. Well, that's great. Um, and then so... How much more possibly might you be looking for? Hmm, okay. Well, good. I, I think I might be able to help you out. We just need to explore this a little bit. Would you be okay if we took a look at some possible options that might be able to help you out? That's it. Do you see that? So I am here to help them. They are what I am all about. I'm all about them. And just asking them a really simple line of questions is... A great way to take them from hello to here's a policy. It's $39.82 monthly. Let me get, go ahead and get your driver's license. Let's see if we can get you started or let's see if we can get you approved. Okay, that's it. So be careful listening to all the presentations. I love that you go out and listen to them all, but with a grain of salt. Don't end up like a ship full of barnacles where you're looking like a monster going through the sea because that's what it'll feel like. Been there, done that, not interested in repeating. Guys, the ethos leads our breath of fresh air because we can truly just be simple and direct and get right to the heart of exactly what they're looking for. These people know what they're looking for more than the mortgage protection leads, and they're more ready to buy than the mortgage protection leads. One of my appointments, I notice a lot of these folks are business owners. One of my appointments from today, a business owner, he wants coverage on his partner, and he wants uh, key person insurance on himself and his partner. He wants infinite banking on himself and his wife. He wants an indexed universal life on his child, and then he wants regular um, life insurance on himself. 
So we just wrote one of the policies and we're writing probably four or five more on Friday. If all goes well, knock on wood, keep your fingers crossed for me. But what I'm telling you, couple this with the meeting this morning, we're talking about getting coverage on the kids. You get in front of people, build this trust, be simple. Don't convolute things, make it easy. These a lot of times are business owners. They want it short and simple. They want to get to the point. They want to get their covers. They want to get in, get out, get back to business, get on with their life. Be the agent that can help them do that. But take five minutes to find out what truly matters to them because most salespeople are not doing that. And this will put you ahead of all of them. So get on this system, get some... uh, a flow, a regular weekly flow of ethos leads. You can do this with mortgage protection, but I'm telling you, cut through the clutter, keep it simple, get to the heart of what matters most to them, and you'll stand out way more above anybody any, anybody that's ever talked to them and tried to sell them something. I love you all. I hope this has been helpful to you. Have an awesome week. Go put this stuff into practice. I love that you're listening, but don't listen and then put your phone down and go back to the same things you've been doing. Do something more for your business, for your future, for your life and your children and what you're trying to do. Do it for that. Do it uncomfortable. Do it wrong. Do it fail forward. Don't be afraid to mess up. Just start doing some of the stuff that I teach or that others teach. Find your voice. Activity will conquer everything. Just go out and get after it and get to work. Get on the ethos leads or work mortgage protection and try this and see if it doesn't help you out. Have an awesome week. 